Hey, fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines Podcast on Stitcher Premium. Use Fake Headlines for one month free. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free, like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. Prompt and Circumstance. Welcome to my show. Science Rules with Bill Nye and so many more. Plus get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 for the whole year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code FAKEHEADLINES for one month free. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 83. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the 83rd week of Fake Headlines. It, yeah, well-ish. Uh, sort there's, of. there's a few halfies in there. Yeah, and we did take some time off. We took last week off. We did, and uh, sometimes we need that. Yeah, as Tiffany just said before we uh, hit record, sometimes podcasters need vacations, too. We do, and yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Last weekend, we spent... A lot of time, well, A, doing laundry, because uh, we had a lot of that, and then also binging some TV, which felt really good, because we hadn't done that in a long time. Yeah, we uh, started, uh, we, we picked up with Parks and Rec again for like the ninth time, probably. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Prodigal Son. Yeah. Uh, a Fox thriller murder comedy juggernaut it's like a fun dark comedy that i'm really into right now yeah we watched uh, like 14 episodes last weekend yeah we did <laughs> yikes yep. it's when you say it aloud it does seem sad doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> the whitley family kind of creeped into my dreams after a while and that's okay oh man no one died i've i've been in uh, my dreams <laughs> well that's good and you didn't kill anybody in your dreams no and my dreams did not also die oh well that's they're still good. alive they're still going <laughs> It's well, exciting. There's still hope. There's still hope for us. <laughs> Our dreams have not been murdered by a psychopath. Uh, but yes, we uh, we just took a week off. We ne- we needed like a like a mental health break. We just needed some time. Sometimes a recharge is important, and I think it's important to uh, listen to yourself when you need that. Yes. So we're here to tell you it's okay. My my body is most of the time saying, "Hey, stop doing everything and just lay down." That's that's not. That's not what you should be doing, though. <laughs> That's I mean, true. I mean, I don't, I don't always take its advice. Yeah. Like a lot of times during the middle of the workday, it's just saying to me, "Just crawl under that desk and in the fetal position and and just sob yourself to sleep, Kev. Just do it." You know, my body is usually like, "You could quit right now. You could just <laughs> silently pick up your things and go. You Actually, just... you don't even need to bring everything with you. They'll just box it up and mail it to you. <laughs> you could just, you could just leave and never come back." And no one would be the wiser. You just want to ghost a job. I want to ghost a job sometimes. Sometimes, like that. yeah. I've never done that before. I've never just pieced out. Oh, I have. I've never, <laughs> I've never done the work equivalent of going out for a pack of smokes and never coming back. <laughs> I um, the um, there was one place where you and I hadn't met yet, but we both worked at the same place. And I love a riddle. I know. <laughs> well, I don't want to say where it was. I know. And uh, so you and I had, 
I, I was working at this place. And I only worked there for a couple of months and I knew I was going to quit anyway. So just one day I went out to lunch and everyone came back. <laughs> That's it was fantastic. It was great. <laughs> I, I remember that. And I also remember, uh, you may not remember this, but in that same town that we worked in, uh, many years later, we went to lunch at a diner in that town and your old boss was sitting behind us in a booth and they were like, Tiffany? No. Do you remember that? No. I remember that. <laughs> and it was like super awkward. They're like, she was like, I still have your time card here. I need to f- have you fill it. No, she didn't say that. But. You're a liar. No, but I swear we did run into this that person. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I do. And it was really funny. I don't funny remember what her face looks like. I do. I'll never forget. It was filled with disappointment, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. She thought you were going to be her protege. Yeah. I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You've lulled people into thinking you're going to be their protege. <laughs> so many apprenticeships have gone to hell from you. My specialty is letting people down, so. Oh, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think you're going to tell me what to do? Hell no, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to learn from you, but you're going to learn from me. Peace. I'm out of here. I don't need this. <laughs> Like that character from the state. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's you. That is kind of your attitude sometimes. It's in my pocket. You're just a, you're defiant. Yeah. You don't like being told anything. No, I don't. You're just a, an independent, strong lady. And I just... get real mad when people don't listen to me. <laughs> Which makes it ultra frustrating for you to live in modern times. <laughs> Where no one's paying attention to anybody. Everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's in their own little world. There's a lot of times where I walk around the world with it. Like, I have one of those mental foam hands in my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just like, there's so many people I'm just slapping with it. You know? <laughs> I have a foam number one hand in my mind just because I want to keep rooting for myself. <laughs> Things are going to get better. I, you got this, Kev. You can do it. You see this? You're number one. You're number one. You're number You're one. Number one. <laughs> There's a team of cheerleaders that are also accompany that. A lot of fanfare I come with. Oh, when that's I, yeah. good. Just a lot of exciting oh, times. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, I should you... clarify. My foam finger is just the middle finger. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm also number one. I think this is further evidence that we are misplaced in time right now. <laughs> We're in the wrong. <laughs> We're born at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> or maybe that's what our maybe we we have been reincarnated to live in this time where the world is set up to annoy us and push every button possible for us <laughs> and we have to like survive this pinball machine of life i feel like i was actually supposed to be living in the future right now and somehow because time is not a straight linear state uh, I've been pushed back oh. into the past and this is my own personal hell. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> so like you were, Nirvana you, is a weird thing. <laughs> you land- I'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you landed in the wrong twenties. I, I think I your spaceship had the wrong coordinates. I <laughs> said <laughs> <laughs> 40, 20. And you know, once you find Nirvana come as you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 that was weird and with that mm-hmm. happy anyway. belated birthday kurt cobain uh yeah. r.i.p curdy curdy why'd i call him curdy i don't know like your buds like we're <laughs> like we're friends and i had a cute nickname for him yeah kurt cobain doesn't seem like the guy that would have a cute nickname though does he i don't know it doesn't he, seem like he, it. He, maybe he did he's a brooding sort of emotional fella i don't know 
Mm. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, Fake Headlines Podcast, welcome to our program. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Tiffany Dillon is over there. I'm Kevin Dillon. And we what we do every week is that we scour the internet for a funny article, a funny headline. And uh, then we make up a couple of headlines, too. And we mm-hmm. will now pitch each other three wacky headlines and we'll try to figure out what the story is about we'll, tr- we'll goof around a little bit then we'll try to guess which article is actually real uh before we have a big reveal at the end yeah that's kind of what we do every week here we kind of have some fun so we're just a married couple hanging out in our little podcast studio having some fun that's what we do every every week every week it's every day of our lives actually we do a lot of laughing that is true that is uh that is what uh, spawned this particular program actually yeah was our uh conversations that uh seemed like two lunatics just uh unsupervised and we felt you know if we turned it into a show and legitimized it somehow <laughs> it would make us feel better we we were able to get in touch with the n- narcissistic elements of ourselves and we're like you know what we should share this with everyone. People need this people, shit. People need to hear how funny we are. Yeah. These <laughs> l- lunatic ramblings. Yeah. That's <laughs> so what we're trying to say is thanks. Yeah. So thank you is what we're, yes, is what we're getting at. <laughs> it's a roundabout way of saying thank you is all we're trying to get to. Oh my gosh. We need it. Uh, this is, uh, yeah. So why don't we hop into it? Uh, I think you're reading your headlines first this week, Tiffany. I, I am. I can't remember what, uh, where we left off last. I am. I am. All right. Let me get prepared here and, uh, you will uh, hit me with those headlines. Hit me with those headlines. Fire away. Uh, headline number one. New dating app pairs matches be solely on competitive personality. Oh, God. New dating app pairs matches based solely on competitive personality. That sounds like a nightmare. It does. Headline number two. Okay. 91-year-old inspires his whole gym, works out in his comfortable overalls. (laughs) What? (laughs) 91-year-old inspires his whole gym, works out in his comfortable overalls. You know, this is, uh, I was writing this down as you were saying it and I wrote down, uh, inspires whole gym and I wrote J I M instead of G Y M. <laughs> he inspired all of Jim. I thought because we just talked about Kurt Cobain, you were going to write whole, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, yeah, not how my brain works. Apparently. I did not make that connection. <laughs> uh, <laughs> headline number three, back to basics. <laughs> Study shows an increased number of younger generations use their grandparents' remedies. Back to basics. Study shows an increased number of younger generations use their grandparents' remedies. Grandparents' remedies. Yep. I like that we have two. You have two stories of old old people here. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I like it though. I love old people. I love the old people. As I get closer to being one, I've I've come to love them more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm closer to being an old old person than I am a young person now. Oh, love you. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you got this little young thing on your side. Yeah, you, you shave a lot of time off me when people look at us together. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> is that what happens yeah yeah you're like oh that guy gave me that oh look at that young lady he's got with her <laughs> he's got with her i don't know i was yeah. told recently that um a that i do a really nice job on my makeup and b 
uh, th- that uh, I have really nice skin. Like I have youthful looking skin, and mm. I was like, "Well, thank you. I thank you. I work really hard. And I this, work really hard to look good." <laughs> was, was this a ninety-one-year-old uh, Jim that said this to you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it was, and I was like, "Thank you, ninety-one Jim." <laughs> ninety-one Jim. Yeah. Yep. He's a wise man. Wise man. He's lived a lot. Uh-huh. Knows a lot it. about skin. Yeah. Not in a weird way. In just youth. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Not in a weird way, though. Not just, in a weird way. Know, he just is really into cosmetics. <laughs> Not murder. No. No, no. So, Tiffany, tell me about this... Uh, That's Buffalo Bill. <laughs> or uh, that piece of skin from Doctor Who. Oh. <laughs> right. Cassandra. Cassandra. I wanted to say Clarissa, but I knew that was wrong. <laughs> I knew I would explain it wrong. Uh. Um, new dating app pairs people based just on competitive personalities. Yeah. So, like, whatever, whatever you're inputting into it, it would find, like, an opposite? Or would it find something that complemented it? Probably, probably each. Don't yeah, you think? I think so because I think in some cases, depending on the personalities, like they, like if you find, you might, depending on what your personality is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the opposite might work, but maybe you'd want something, somebody more similar to you, right? I don't think I'm an opposite. Well, I don't know. I guess with you, well, if we can, if we analyze our relationship, we're similar in a lot of key ways. Yeah, but we're opposite enough where we can help each other with those deficiencies in our own area for lack of a better term yeah like i'm a complete wimp and uh (laughs) crumble i crumble very easily amongst pressure of the outside world while you are more i'm gonna stand up for this type thing (laughs) like last weekend when that person cut us off on the and the or was tailgating us on the highway oh the one that kept flashing us and you slowed down and kind of you know made it worse for them I immediately panicked and started Googling how to fight because I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> Very opposite ways we handled that. <laughs> We're very different in those respects. <laughs> yeah. But if something goes wrong with your iPhone, I know how to fix it. See, that's just how we I would complete just, each other. I would way. just throw it in the trash and be like, this is broken. <laughs> I... What do I do with this? No, I got to save up another thousand dollars for a new phone. Nope. <laughs> Let me just reboot it. We're fine. Uh, I'm just going to go get a Blackberry. Is that cool? <laughs> I'm gonna it use has this. a full keyboard. <laughs> I still have this uh, LG Envy. I can just uh, pop a new battery in it from Amazon. We'll be good to go. There's still time to learn T9, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I wonder if that would still work. Would an LG Envy or those types of phones, would they still work if you were to activate it? I don't even know if it would. I have no idea. Why would you want to? I don't know. Well, maybe we should My do dad that. still has a flip phone. Yeah, they they must still work, I would mm-hmm. assume. It would be, wouldn't it be nice sometimes just Your to not have that? Your brother-in-law still has one, too. He does. Yeah. So it's possible, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I just wish I didn't have a computer with me all the time. I feel like it's just I too much. Be still, my beating heart. <laughs> Hi, uh, Kevin. I, n- I never thought well such words would ever come <laughs> out of your mouth. I just feel like it's been like twelve years now of the iPhone, and we've been holding onto a computer in our hands every waking moment of our lives. I feel like I'm. I can set it down for a minute now. I feel like I've gotten enough out of it. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. I feel like my brain has just become a garbage slop soup. (laughs) Garbage slop soup because of the the phone. Yeah. 
Like there's never, I don't have a moment to just uh, meditate and not think about something. Yeah. I'm just bombarding myself constantly with stupid shit. And we have talked about this before, how it, the the constant need to refresh, 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 and it's all this like constant information popping into our brains is, is, is not how our animalistic structure is is meant to be exposed to constantly mm-hmm. um and it's i think it is a little bit unhealthy and overwhelming for us to be able to to continue to do that and we haven't evolved to a point where we can do that all the time right and right. it and it be okay yeah i think we're still you know at a point where like our brains are not actual computers so we can't continual continually be exposed to that all the time yeah. and have a healthy uh, brain or state of thinking at all yeah, times. Yeah, we're not designed for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the other night, I was about to fall asleep and I started thinking about, I don't know why, but I started thinking about late 90s, early 2000s professional wrestling. It just happens. It just pops into my head sometimes. <laughs> uh-huh. Particularly, I was thinking about this wrestler named Tommy Dreamer, which is ironic because I was about to fall asleep. Uh-huh. And, I'm, and for some reason, I don't know why I was thinking about uh, Tommy Dreamer in ECW. It just happens. Sometimes yeah, I just reminisce on violent. That's fine, stuff. Lovey. I understand. But I started thinking to myself, oh, you know what? I remember Tommy Dreamer got a job before the WWF, like working in the office. Like he stopped. He was still on TV once in a while, but he was like a he was like in charge of like talent or something. He was like he he had some kind of office job. And I grabbed my phone and f- went to Wikipedia and started reading about Tommy Dreamer at like quarter after midnight when I should be sleeping. Like why did I have why did I do that? What a waste of time that was. <laughs> but I was correct. He was like the number two guy in talent relations for a while in the WWE. <laughs> you so I was have been sleeping. Myself, but I'm like, why did I do that? Like how stupid. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer. So elements like that, I think uh sometimes uh having accessibility to technology can be a little bit of a downfall in that we you know, we just we have that so we just reach for it because yeah. we can. Um, but in terms of dating apps, you and I did not uh, experience that. A, a lot of that stuff. I mean, Match.com existed when yeah. we started dating, but um, we never used that. No. Um, I had a. Pr- you know what I did? I had a profile on Yahoo Personals because <laughs> that's where all the ladies were going to Yahoo <laughs> signing up. <laughs> Um, guess what? No one ever contacted me on it and I never contacted anybody. <laughs> Surprise. So, uh, you met a woman the old fashioned way yep. in a dive bar. In a dive bar on a Tuesday. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, so we never experienced that. We never went through that. But if I, I can't imagine what it's like to have to set that up and figure out like, I don't know, do I match this person? Right. I was thinking with all the stuff we were just talking about, about how the the brain is affected, like having all of that added layer on top of dating because of using app, some kind of perverts the whole thing in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like you're not in a perverted way, but it just, it screws it all up. It just adds an extra complex layer to everything that's already complicated. So I feel bad for people. Okay. They have to do that because your brain's already bombarded with stuff. Now you're trying to work through that and find someone on a phone to date it's just that's gotta be that's true too strange because like if you um okay so if you are out in the the actual real world and you maybe are at a bar and you're like wow 
oh, that that guy or that girl over there is is very cute. That person has some very attractive qualities to me, and you you have a moment to really take them all in and and consider approaching them, and then you can interact if you choose to. Um, but if you are looking on a dating app, it's like. Yeah, she's cute. She's cute. He's cute. He's cute. They're cute. They're cute. Whatever. It's it's similar sort of thing of when we are constantly refreshing, you know, the news feed on our Facebook or something where it's like, that's cool. That's cool. I like this. That's cool. It's cool. It's cool. This is stupid. I like this. I like mm-hmm. this. Whatever. Swipe right, swipe left, whatever. Um, that sort of constant bombardedness. I never really thought about that element before because how can you actually take in the... Um, true uh um characteristics of someone yeah. if you if their true essence everyone starts to blend together yeah. after a while right Ex- absolutely so maybe with this dating app because it is based on competitive nature maybe there are certain standouts that that sort of discourage that sort of constant refreshing mm-hmm. so that it it is a little bit closer to when you meet someone face to face or maybe it's a smaller pool of people too right on the yeah what your question how you fill out the questionnaire type thing maybe yeah because there are there are dating apps that are out there that are out there that are um exclusive to certain types of people like Mm. um i think there's the the farmers only one right right or uh the christian one right christian singles or something like that and i think there's one for like rich people yes so and uh, Jewish folks have a, their own one too, right? Yeah, uh, everybody. I guess everybody. Uh, you, whatever you know, whatever you want to sort of be a part of. Yeah. So maybe this is just another part of it. Like these people, maybe, like maybe it's just like zoom down to people who really enjoy sports or yeah. um, are really enjoy arm wrestling with their partner. Yeah. Who uh, doesn't? Quite frankly. <laughs> Yeah, or leg wrestling. <laughs> or leg wrestling. Nude. Or tongue wrestling. Oh, a tongue tumble. Yeah. Um, I, I'll never forget when we uh, when we met uh, at that a That arm wrestling match, I, I think, know. Yeah, we met at the arm wrestling championships. We were they're both there as, um, as uh, not as competitors, but just kind of scouting <laughs> the competition. Yeah, so we were, yeah. We were thinking about getting into arm wrestling competitively, but we were like, let's just check out the scene yeah, first. You yeah, know? I don't we don't want to just dive in. Jump right in. You yeah. Know? Let's see what I'm working at here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll never forget. You walked up to me, and you, I'll never forget your pickup line. You looked, uh, you looked down at my uh, at my pocket, and you said, um, "Is that an epipen in your pocket? Because I'm anaphylactic shocked right now." And I said, uh, "No, I'm allergic to pine nuts. That isn't actually an epipen." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, I'm sorry that your immune system is so weak." And I was like, "Well, it's not super weak. It's just when it comes to." nuts and uh yeah. po- pollen and pet dander and then it just led into a great conversation and here we are uh, yeah all these years here later. we are having yeah. continu- continued serious conversations yeah. <laughs> and uh me the woman of your dreams constantly making dick jokes <laughs> <laughs> i like them uh, they're fantastic they're fun everyone loves dick uh, but competitive people so i'm thinking like you said like arm wrestling or like I'm thinking like professional wrestlers on there, like looking for like love, you know, I can't find somebody whose record is the same as mine. People who are really into sports. Yeah. uh, Like maybe people who run. Or maybe executives, maybe people that are real, um, 
go-getters at work yeah looking for an equal yeah the people who are like really into closing sales or (laughs) always be closing (laughs) always be closing (laughs) (laughs) but always be opening them downstairs parts (laughs) what that's stupid (laughs) uh yep Yeah, I don't. I, uh, I but like you said, though, maybe there's uh, maybe somebody who's super competitive would want somebody not quite as competitive to like balance it out a little bit, mm-hmm. or would two sort of um, alpha people would they butt heads too much to be successful in a relationship? I I think it would just depend on what sort of uh, other personality traits are thrown into the mix yeah because yeah. i think sometimes if, if you have uh two competitive people like you said they could butt heads but also if you have two competitive people um they might push each other to be better oh that's true too yeah you could be competing uh, more of like a friendly competition to kind yeah. of better each other yeah but i'm sure there's like douchey ones out there too yeah of course that's a lot Okay, so headline number two, a 91-year-old inspires his whole gym, works out in his comfortable overalls. He inspired all of gym. Mm-hmm. Every part of him. Whole gym. Whole gym. <laughs> wholesome gym. Mm-hmm. It's wholesome gym in his overalls here <laughs> at the old gymnasium. So working out in overalls sounds like... Um, now, if you were to work out in overalls, would you, you would probably have like underwear on underneath there, right? I feel like there'd be a lot of... Gene on peen action happening that would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably wear a shirt under there too. Yeah. Maybe some long johns. Mm-hmm. Long gyms. Maybe yeah. wear some long gyms. Yeah. Uh, working out in overalls sounds like, because uh, overalls aren't really restrictive, right? They're kind of loose. Yes. You really get around a lot. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. A nice, uh, almost like a tank top, like a denim tank mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. It's like overalls are like a denim tank top with pants. Like a denim That's jumper. That's exactly what they are, yes. It's a denim, I never <laughs> thought about that. They are a denim jumper. It's a denim jumper. Yeah. Tank top jumper. Yeah. For men. Yeah. I mean, And women. Well, I mean for men be, in the sense that a, a man couldn't wear another type of jumper. Oh, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Like that's the one that seems to be uh, nor- like the usual thing for a, for a fella to wear. Yeah. Not saying that a woman could wear overalls. Like a romper. It's like a... a, a you don't... Yeah, I... I mean, I'm sure that there could be fashionable ways to go about having a, a more masculine romper, but <laughs> it's it's not something that you see. You don't really see, uh, yeah, you don't see a lot of like one piece clothing for men, like traditional male clothing. Because it's hard enough as a tall woman uh, to find a romper that fits her in a proper way. Mm-hmm. Uh, without the camel toe right. element, the crotchal region, much less there being a a romper for someone who has a penis, <laughs> and right. uh, I don't know what you call that when you are squeezed too tight. Is it a hoof? I think it might be a a bear claw. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the cream cheese. So they call it the uh, they call it the elephant fist. Oh no! I don't know. Oh. No, that's something different. The elephant fist. <laughs> that was a <laughs> that was an S and M bar in 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 Greenwich Village in the nineties. Oh 90s. lord! <laughs> the old elephant fist. That's terrifying. <laughs> that's where Andy Warhol met David Byrne. I don't know. <laughs> um, 
making up history uh the yeah there's not a lot of like i think that's like a i think this is a new i think we've stumbled upon i didn't think we would uh, as quickly uh, stumble upon a new fashion trend for men like a one piece kind of outfit because really really we have overalls and like a mechanic jumpsuit thing <laughs> and also borat swimsuit <laughs> borat swimsuit right exactly so if there's like more like one like i would love to just get up in the morning and throw on like a thing and zip it up like a like a onesie yeah like a like a like a business casual onesie that you could wear to work <laughs> where it's like got a collared shirt up top maybe a sweater it's a little layered and then it's like khaki from like the waist down <laughs> you know and then you just zip it up in the back or front i guess maybe the back you should use the bathroom but maybe a little flap in the back maybe i feel like for for men it would be a lot easier for you to have some sort of one piece that just unzipped in the front because yeah. most of the time you stand to use the bathroom that's true but regardless of where it on class uh <laughs> for someone who has a vagina and has to sit down to pee uh you you just have to hold it all up somehow and it's very inconvenient and if you're like me and you have a small bladder it's also inconvenient for that uh you're like oh to take this down again Uh, why did did i wear this one piece to the uh, water drinking contest it's stupid that was a terrible choice terrible idea so i'm just imagining a guy like working out in the gym with overalls on uh I guess you could probably use that pocket to like maybe put some extra weights in while you're like on the treadmill and maybe yeah. add a little bit of extra resistance to yourself. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, or maybe use the, put the dumbbell, like slide it underneath the overall straps and then do some squats. Like an old strongman. Like an old strongman. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I kind of imagine. Like I imagine like a, like um, well, it did say he was 91, but I do kind of imagine this is a guy that wore overalls and would throw a medicine ball around with like his friend who was a strong man from like, the circus <laughs> or something you know like carl it's time to work out grab the medicine ball uh-huh. with the overalls yeah yeah the axe and that old tractor tire we're gonna really work out today. we're gonna really work on our glutes today <laughs> i got a big carnival coming up in indiana i gotta get prepared for my gluteus maximus must be the most maximus <laughs> it, i'm trying to maximize the gluteus <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, I don't know if you remember this, this is a stupid story, but on a web soup years ago, they used to show the strong man like doing like squats with someone like on his shoulders, like an old oh, guy. Oh yeah, I do kind of remember that. That guy's probably dead now, isn't he? That's, oh, I don't know. Why uh, would you say that? <laughs> I don't know. That's how my mind works. It's because my mind's being bombarded with information constantly that now I just, I'm just churning out garbage now because <laughs> of all this shit I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, these pants would you work out in them well are they jean i'm thinking too are they jean overalls or are they like made of like a uh, breathable like yoga pant material oh no they're jeans they're jeans okay it's <laughs> so imagine like yoga pant overalls because <laughs> you think about okay you as a person who does do yoga i do folks i'm proud of it <laughs> what are like so when you when you have workout clothes, what what are the workout clothes that you wish you had? Like what sort of um uh 
characteristics mm-hmm. do you wish your workout clothes had that they don't or well i think do i think that the this is actually solves my dilemma because when i i don't know what to wear when i do yoga so i have a pair of like um they're almost like a not sweatpants but they're more of like a parachute panty type material they're tapered at the bottom tapered at the bottom a jogger style i guess you would say but as far as what i wear up top if I wear a t-shirt and I'm doing a downward facing dog, my shirt is like up over my head. Like a bully has trying to fight me and has pulled my shirt up over my head. <laughs> and in a way yoga is bullying my body into better shape. So, uh, cause that's what it needs. But, um, so that annoys me, but I don't also like wearing a tight shirt because then I see in the mirror, me wearing a tight shirt and it makes me sad for what I see. So it's like, I can't win either way, but I like the idea of overalls because it covers my shameful body. (laughs) I don't mean that it covers my body and I can also move at the same time. So this may actually, this guy may be onto something. Yeah. This is actually kind of what I've been looking for. So (laughs) if we could have, but I don't necessarily like the idea of wearing a, a heavy fabric like that. Right. So if I could have, I guess what I'm thinking of here is overalls made of like a parachute panty type, not parachute panties. (laughs) (laughs) That's a terrible idea. (laughs) I'd like to be wearing a pair. New from Victoria's Secret. (laughs) Parachute parachute panties. (laughs) For for when you really need to drop from high above. (laughs) When you're free falling down your body. I don't know. I was going to say friend. <laughs> That's not any better. What's the, <laughs> when you jump from high places onto your friend. <laughs> What's that, a ripcord? No, it's parachute panties. <laughs> parachute panties. Uh, no, was that par- a tampon joke? <laughs> it was. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I wanted to say it at the same time. <laughs> what is that, a ripcord? <laughs> Pull the shirt. <laughs> I just wanted to sneak it out there and see if anything happened. And if it did, God bless it. If not, then fine. Well, we would just move on. But yes, it was. That got me. It was indeed a tampon joke. Um, so the idea of overalls made of parachute pants material, I guess, is where we're going. A breathable fabric that would encase my body uh-huh. while doing yoga, but also allow me to stretch and do the maneuvering that needs to be done. Really get into those deep lunges in order to do a a real solid warrior two. Yes. Because at the end of the day, it's all about laying there in Shavasana, just (laughs) relaxing. That's the best part of yoga. That's my favorite part is just laying there and trying to not to think about stuff. (laughs) I think that is what is needed. I think, you know how like, um, in certain countries you, you hear that people have like naps in the afternoon or, like there's a tea break in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like I think there needs to be a mandatory like just 20 minutes at like one o'clock in the afternoon where everyone in the United States just closes their eyes and tries not to think of anything for 20 minutes. That'd be so nice. I think we would be a better place for that. Yeah, I think so too. Because I tell you, we did have a free meditation thing at work a while back. And it was probably the best afternoon of my life at work. (laughs) I don't know. But since then, I've never, I could just in my office, just close my eyes for a few minutes and and breathe. Do I? No, because I'm bombarded with garbage. But um, I (laughs) (laughs) should be doing that though. (laughs) You're trying to meditate and you get hit in the face with a paper ball. (laughs) (laughs) My shirt gets pulled up over my head. Those bullies are following me everywhere. God darn it. (laughs) 
jerks. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is that you, you would wear the overalls. Absolutely would. Yeah. 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 I think I would too. I would like them to be sort of the ones from the nineties that have like graffiti writing on them, you know? Yeah. And I'd have one strap undone too. Just be kind of cool, you know, just like a chill guy. Would you, would you pinch roll them? I would pinch roll them and I'd probably yeah. wear a baseball cap sideways. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. That's just that's just how I rock it. So then when you stand back up from uh, a very excruciating chair pose, you can just go straight into the cabbage patch. Because <laughs> that's what really loosens you back up. Yeah. Right? You know, get yeah. those maneuvers. Yeah. Get, get you going. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so headline number three. Yeah, so speaking of old people and their ways. Yeah. Uh, back to basics. Study shows an increased number of youngsters are spend are uh using grandparents remedies yeah so like for ailments and just uh any type of little thing household things household ailments things, right. yeah mm-hmm. like when you have a cold just uh you know uh, put some baking soda in your mouth and 14 pennies and gush, rush gargle with snort a little cocaine water yeah cocaine also works yeah sure that's a good fix that's what my grandparents always did (laughs) where's that old medicine truck my grand my grandpa would do a line and then he would put on his overalls and run to the gym and just start working out he had so much energy that guy no and then he'd shit his pants out of nowhere he'd shit his grandpa's am i right nose would be bleeding constantly just always uh geez just a real also a bit of a a bit of a pickpocket that guy too yeah Seems like he always needed a lot of money fast. I don't yeah, know. Just, yeah. a, just a strange guy. <laughs> <laughs> so full of life. Yeah. <laughs> Peppy Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Peppy Papa. Peppy Pep Pep. <laughs> oh, Peppy Pep Pep. <laughs> just full of life, that guy. Um, yeah, old timey remedies uh, or old timey things around the house. Yeah. Just old timey cleaning solutions. Mm hmm. Like, uh, don't need to mop the floor with, with soap. Just use 14 lemons and some castor oil. That's not too far out of the realm of things that we do. Because I, I have a sensitivity to certain scents. Yes. Um, it's like being stabbed in my face. and um, <laughs> By flowers. By flowers and, yep, sharpness. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Stabbed by sharpness. <laughs> a cheddar story. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. That was so funny. I literally slapped my you knee did. just now. You did. That's some smacking over there. It's an actual knee slapper. Yes. <laughs> well, my work here is done. See you next week. No. Oh, oh yeah. There's more. We got more. We got more. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, so my sensitivity. So sometimes we do use things like... Uh, you know, vinegar based cleaning solutions that we make here at home to clean stuff. That is true. We use, you know, when we had a, a um, sink disposal, mm-hmm. we would use lemons. Lemons, a little vinegar, baking yeah. soda to keep it smelling fresh. Yeah. Uh, I also use that on my body as well. What? Yeah, I just smear Don't baking do soda that. on my body. Don't do that. And then I pour vinegar over me and I, f- I fizz up <laughs> and all the day's dirt washes away and then I squirt a lemon on myself to freshen up and I'm like Kevin are you sciencing in the shower right now <laughs> yeah. why are you rubbing a lemon peel in your armpits it's my deodorant it's, how dare you I'm fresh I am v- smelling fresh funky fresh 
pressed and ready to party. <laughs> oh, look at you. <laughs> wow, look at you with the rap lyrics out of nowhere. <laughs> My work is rubbing off on you. <laughs> I All like those that. Hours of listening. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's something that we do, right? Yeah, that's true. And a lot of the uh, cleaning products that we use are are of the a brand of one of the natural cleaners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, for me, I just find that. Um, like cleaning a surface where food is going to be on. Like I don't want to spray it down with 409 because there's going to be a little 409 on there next time you uh, blueberry rolls on the counter and you grab it and eat it. Yeah. And you've got 409 in your body. Because you want to eat off the counter. That's the point of cleaning them. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I would like to use a more natural cleaner that if I ingested some of this accidentally, I'm not going to die. Yeah. Or lose my vision or my hair is going to fall out or something. I don't know what 409 does. It doesn't sound good. Where's your hair going to fall out from, Kevin? You're already bald. <laughs> well, you know what would be nice if it fell out of my ears, because that's getting to be a pain in the ass. Oh, <laughs> poor old man. <laughs> <laughs> These headphones are actually being pushed off my head constantly right now. i got to keep pushing them back it's on. Just <laughs> thick broom bristles are sticking out of my ear. <laughs> like a scarecrow over here. It's upsetting. <laughs> poor thing. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> we we also take into account that we have uh, a pet so i mean certain chemicals we worry yeah. about if we use them on our floor like well how's right. that going to affect her and stuff like that so right, i would I, never want to mop with like a diluted bleach or something like that yeah would you do that i don't even know so maybe in the the cultural shift that we're in where we're trying to i don't know if maybe it's like started by the hipsters a little bit where like you know like going back to old timey days where people are wearing beards and overalls to the gym and, <laughs> right, right. and, uh, uh, maybe a little bit of a hippie movement that we have going on where people are choosing to not have so many pre-made stuff in their homes. Yeah. They're just like, I can make that myself. So I'm going to make that myself. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of like natural, because a lot of natural products that you buy, there's a, quite an increase in the price. Yes. Like you could buy a bottle of like 409 or some kind of chemical cleaner for like a buck 99. But if you wanted like the seventh generation version of that or the method version of that, you're, it's probably 10 times that. Because it's um, so much m- more of one ingredient that must be what it is being yeah. placed in it i think that's like there's because in my head it's like why wouldn't that be cheaper You're using stuff that's everywhere right yeah like a chemical sounds like it's expensive but you can stretch that there's, a bit more by yeah. mixing it with other stuff that costs equally as little i think you're at, i think that's it i think that's the part my brain doesn't quite grasp until just then because in my head i'm thinking chemicals look at all the money that must go into the research yeah. and the bling, blah, 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 blah. and vinegar you can just find vinegar in a vinegar bush somewhere i don't know where do you find vinegar <laughs> i don't know where vinegar comes from i don't know maybe that's a chem is it something we make it must be something we make right i don't know it doesn't, yeah it's, it's not like a sp- natural like spring of vinegar <laughs> Want to head down to the old vinegar springs? Oh God! Can you imagine mm. how that smells? That's terrible. They're probably very clean. Ugh. Uh, do you, do you did your grandparents or or even your parents have like any weird like home remedies of 
things that they use. Uh, the one thing I do remember as far as a home remedy goes is my grandma ran a uh, diner until she retired in the, in the mid 1980s. And she had a, a it was a diner, like a, imagine like a fifties diner. That was kind of what this place was, but not like a, not like a themed diner. It was just, it was a fifties diner that still existed in the eighties. So it wasn't right. like, it wasn't like neon signs everywhere and very new stuff. It was like this place had been there a while, had a lot yeah. of history to it. Yeah. And uh, there was a soda fountain there. So every, I don't know, every week, like people from Coca-Cola would come and they would deliver these big tanks and it would be like a tank of syrup and then a tank of like soda water and you'd hook them into this machine and then the two things would come out together and form a Coca-Cola for you in a glass. Yeah. And, uh, tastes delicious brought to you by Coke fake headlines podcast. (laughs) Um, but anyway, uh, this Coke syrup was a remedy. So we would always have a container of pure Coca-Cola syrup in the refrigerator. And if you had a cold, you were supposed to take a spoonful of Coca-Cola syrup and it was supposed to make you feel better. Isn't that just straight sugar? That's probably what it was. It was probably sugar and it probably coated your throat the thick, you know, thickness of it, like a honey, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's probably exactly what it was, but that's what everyone did. It was we had a thing of Coke syrup and if you were if you had like the flu or a cold, you would you would on a daily basis have a little spoonful of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and then my grandpa would just be like, "Whoa, you got to try the other stuff too. Holy shit." And then he would <laughs> run off shitting his pants to the gym. He was a freak. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. I <laughs> Man, I just That's like the best grandma ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you are you feeling under the weather? Here. Drink this sugar. Drink sugar syrup. <laughs> it's like corn syrup, but Coca-Cola. Um but my my uh, grandparents were uh of Greek descent and I remember my mom saying during like after my big fat Greek wedding came out. Yeah, it's my, Windex. The Windex thing my mom said that all that kind of stuff was very similar to her memories of of childhood. There's like s- weird things like that that people would do. It was something kind of commonplace. I guess maybe that so, I guess is where the joke comes from. So they don't have Windex, but they would use something else. I think so, or maybe yeah. Windex. Maybe they would. I don't know. There was there was a, definitely a connection there, where with weird kind of uh, lore that went on. I guess with products like that. Your mom's kind of uh, like that. With like like if you have some sort of skin irritation, doesn't matter what it is. It could be anything. Just put some cream on it. <laughs> right I, th- I remember thinking that's very funny it's, it's just like the movie that's, that's, yeah yeah put some cream on it oh, oh, you, oh you got a pimple well, load it up with some jurgens <laughs> <laughs> really just soak that thing in aloe really that's gonna help that out <laughs> you got a hemorrhoid just squirt that jurgens right up there <laughs> just fill that canal with Wee. cream <laughs> fill that canal with cream <laughs> Talk about an eerie canal. Also, also the instructions on how to make a, a solid Boston cream donut. So. <laughs> right. Those instructions are are interchangeable there yes. for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fill that canal with cream. <laughs> my, uh, my grandmother, uh, I don't know about my other side, but my, my one grandmother, she uh, lived until she was like 94 and she always brushed her teeth with baking soda, like straight up water and baking soda. That's what she put under oh, her wow. toothbrush. And she, oh, she had all of her original teeth her entire life. As you know, it's not like they looked like they were falling out of her face or anything or gross. They looked good. 
they looked pretty good yeah. yeah so i mean i, I think i kind of carry that over i like to use toothpaste that has baking soda in it because mm-hmm. i'm like well it worked for grandma for 90 years yeah it, it's got to work for me it's got to work for you and then she she would uh rinse her mouth with straight up peroxide mm. and i wonder if that's what kept like uh decent colors for yeah, them because that's what's in the a lot of the cl- the uh, whiteners right is there yeah, peroxide, peroxide based, right? yeah yeah what and it you, actually doesn't have a flavor to it. Right. it it actually does get like kind of it foams up a little foamy in your mouth yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. what do you think grandma would say if you had an upset tummy what would be her remedy for that mm. an old-timey remedy or just what maybe not your grandma but say your an imaginary grandma what their remedy would be for an upset tummy upset tum-tum probably crackers and ginger ale yeah yeah okay I feel like that was always like, like the parental guidance that I received when I was a kid. It was, uh, uh, oh, your tummy hurts. Eat some, eat some saltines and some mm-hmm. ginger ale. What about if you had uh, ants in the house you want to take care of or insects? Oh, my grandpa, he would save because he would drink a lot of coffee, so he would save the coffee grounds and mm-hmm. as a young kid i remember going out with like the coffee filter and like sprinkling uh the used coffee grounds around the outside of the house and that would prevent ah. um any sort of uh um coffee ants, ghosts ants from coming in yeah or coffee ghosts <laughs> you want to you want to keep those ghosts out there yeah keep them outside keep those tired ghosts out of here and it seemed to work yeah they, they, i mean because we had uh, lots of flowers and stuff outside of the house that my grandmother had planted years ago mm-hmm. and uh yeah so coffee grounds yeah what we would use I remember um, we would, one of our apartments we lived at, we had uh, centipedes, like the house centipedes that would come invade us once in a while. Uh, We lived in a brick, an old, it was an old brick school that was converted into apartments. And it was one of uh, the first places that Tiffany and I lived in together. And every once in a while, these horrendous, long, thousand-legged If you've never seen a centipede, just... Brace yourself and do a quick Google search. Yeah, don't type in house centipede because this yeah. is a particular. This is the particular. Variety you don't want the have. African ones; those are scary too. Yeah, the house centipede looks like someone's eyebrow that broke off and is now running in every. Oh my god, that's appropriate. And every hair, <laughs> every every eyebrow hair is an is an independent leg. <laughs> so these, <laughs> so heinous. Rogue eyebrow. It's a rogue eyebrow. I'm getting out of here. If Kevin named insects, that's what he would have named it. This one's called Rogue Eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought this stuff. It was, uh, what do you call it? It was not di- Diametrius Earth or something like that. It's like a very fine white powder, again. Uh, but it's made up of crushed, like... Um, like crustaceans or like seashells that kind of stuff very fine and it um it's used as like an insect repellent because when an insect kind of walks across it it kind of cuts them all up because of the 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 granules are so sharp to them because of their body size in comparison that it ends up causing them to kind of like dry out and kind of so it's like a natural natural bug killer Okay. So we sprinkled this in areas where possibly these things were coming into our apartment and I sprinkled it in the bushes out in front of our giant picture window uh-huh. because I did not, because you know what, like I'm a, I'm a nonviolent person, but uh, I would rather see a rogue eyebrow die a slow, painful, drying death than have to deal with it in my home. 
yeah. so that's just how i feel about it kevin wears glasses and i i do also occasionally wear glasses so we're both completely blind when we're in the shower <laughs> so there's nothing worse than when we would get out of the shower and you'd look over on the wall and you would just see this giant like blotch of something <laughs> right. and you're like oh did, my god you're like did i wash my eyebrow off oh, oh god <laughs> <laughs> lord <laughs> yeah that's it they're so gross they're yeah. so disgusting <laughs> and there's a there's another um, insect that has less legs but is also very creepy that Tiffany has a particular uh, non They have eight of. legs. It's eight yeah, legs. Eight legs. Uh, so we have uh, over the years c- uh, concocted a spray bottle solution of I think vinegar. And it's vinegar, um, essential, essential oil, oil, peppermint. Yes. Specifically, um, they also don't like citrus and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, water. Uh, peppermint oil and vinegar and yeah. it's it sounds like it would be a weird smell but it actually smells quite pleasant it does and we've we definitely at our last apartment we've sprayed all around and uh, took care of any issues here in our in our current place don't say it don't jinx it we've sprayed but it's been we've been good so far knock yeah on, knock on wood yeah um there's nothing worse when there's a spider that's so big you can hear it crawling across an article of clothing. And that's what happened at our old apartment. And I thought I would never sleep again. Yeah, we were doing laundry and it got into the laundry bag and we saw it and we heard it we heard it scurry in our clothes. This giant fucker. So what we did, as anyone would do, we looked for it. And when we couldn't find it, we threw all the clothes back in the washer and ran it all on high, high heat. Yeah. Twice. Twice. And we... And then I and then I took it all out and then put detergent in it and washed it like a normal person. Yeah. But we <laughs> boiled that bitch. <laughs> boiled that bitch. We boiled that bitch. Well, we boiled that bitch. Ha- what happened to that spider? Boiled that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, one of these is real these are very challenging this week because these all seem um difficult thank you to pick thank you uh, one of these headlines it's real it's real uh i'm gonna this is i'm gonna go with the natural products as a as a guess uh, back to basics study shows increased number of younger generations use their grandparents remedies. Yeah. That is a fake headline. Hmm, good job. Mm, thank you. Well, how about, how about the dating app? Competitive dating. New dating app pairs matches based solely on competitive personality. That is also a fake headline. All right. You won. Thank you. I love it. Congratulations. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So this one's real. The gym, the 91 year old guy, A 91 year old inspires this whole gym works out in his comfortable overalls. <laughs> oh, is everyone in the gym wearing overalls now because of this guy? <laughs> we'll read that oh, article and see. Let's hear it. Uh, so this is from today.com. And here we go. When Lloyd black arrived at Anytime fitness in, I don't know how to say this is, Semis, Alabama? Sure. Uh, Never heard of it. Me either. Uh, When Lloyd Black arrived at his Anytime Fitness in Semis, Alabama, he inspired a few surprise glances. Oh, he was in Semi-Alabama? That's Arkansas. It's (laughs) Semi-Alabama. You're so stupid. (laughs) 
The 90-year-old came in wearing his personal favorite workwear and wanted to join the gym. He'd been struggling to complete his household tasks and thought exercise might help him build strength and reduce his aches and pains. Hmm, that's good. Once he began working out there, Black's dedication was an inspiration to the whole gym. In January 2020, they gave him the Member of the Month Award. Oh, that's cool. He's been showing so much progress, and over the past year, he's been coming faithfully three times a week, if not more, like every other day. Ashley Seaman, general manager of Anytime Fitness in uh, Sammy said, who nominated Black and told today, we were going into a new decade, and I wanted it to be a special member of the month this time. So I felt like he would be the perfect one. You want to see a picture? Yeah, I do. Look how cute he is. Oh, he's the cutest guy. That's <laughs> so great. Oh, he looks like a, I don't know, like a like, guy. Like a grandpa you want to embrace. Yeah, like you just imagine him on a tractor and he's like, hey folks, and he's doing a commercial for like something. He kind of reminds me of anyone who watched The Walking Dead. He he reminds me of... Um, Herschel. Herschel, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He definitely is a Herschel type. Um. Plus, his exercise outfits really grabs the people's attention. The 91-year-old wears overalls in the winter and work overalls in the summer. <laughs> summer overalls. I know. Summer overalls, summer pants. That's how my collection is. <laughs> the reason I wear them is very simple. I don't have much hips. Black, a retired <laughs> principal from Semi's Choked. That's what I need. I don't have hips either. I have no ass or hips. If I get too active, I have trouble keeping my pants up. And I was like, that's really logical. Yeah. The jumpsuits have another advantage, she said. They are very comfortable and warm. When Black first started exercising, he couldn't walk on the treadmill for too long before he became exhausted. Over the past year, he went from huffing and puffing through 10 minutes to easily walking for 30 minutes. Oh, that's great. And he found a way uh, around the treadmill's challenging technology. Uh, <laughs> he brings his grandson with him to work the machines. <laughs> Black asked Seaman to get get it Seaman. to... <laughs> what? His last name is Black, and then the manager's last name is Seaman. So that... Okay, so Black asked Seaman to get it to run, and I jump on it. Uh, which I think is really cute. So he, he has her getting it going, and then he, he like... Oh, that's cute. Takes yeah. like a running jump on it. <laughs> As his cardiovascular abilities have improved, Black started weightlifting, too. He does leg leg presses and some upper arm machines. While it took a lot of practice and a little resistance, oh, excuse me, a little re- assistance, Black now helps other members. Aw, that's He's awesome. He's just a friendly soul, Seaman said. It's cute because he will go, the, uh, go to the other silver sneakers, the elderly members, and he'll show them how to use the machines. <laughs> the silver sneakers. That's so great. Uh, well, <laughs> while the older members like having someone their age help them navigate the gym and it's, it, excuse me, complicated equipment, everyone eventually talks to him. He talks a lot and people notice his overalls. <laughs> As a result of his work at the gym, Black finds it easier to mow, mow the seven acres of grass at his house and tool around his in his woodworking workshop. His experiences... Uh, excuse me i can't read for some reason he experiences a less daily discomfort and moves easily he said uh, the only health issue he's facing is to struggle to hear he's a lot like my dad just like you know much older than my dad uh even with all his positive impact on his life black doesn't exactly love the gym the fitness center is something you don't necessarily enjoy but you enjoy having done it 
you realize how much it helps. That's what I get out of it. Hmm. Since he received the member of the month honor, Black Story has gone viral with many praises for his efforts. He says that even before his feet hit the floor, he will do his bicycle exercises in bed and helps him get up and do things in the morning. Uh, he shows, this is uh, the manager speaking, mm -hmm. he shows that his age isn't just a number and it means it's never too late uh, to get into the gym. That's really great. Black said he likes that he's inspiring others, although it wasn't his intention. If it <laughs> helps others, I'm glad to do it. That's great. Look at him. Oh, look at him on that machine. <laughs> he looks so funny. I like also like the name Silver Sneakers. It, reminds, it makes me think of like a a gang of like aging ninjas. <laughs> Just kind of shuffling around. Was that him on yeah. the treadmill? I didn't, yeah. see, I didn't get a chance to focus yeah. on it. There's one of him on the treadmill. Oh, look at him there. And then... So I was imagining a guy wearing without a shirt on underneath the overalls. I was imagining like just overalls with no shirt. Yeah, because it's chafing. Like a plaid, he's got like a plaid button-up shirt. Classic. Yeah, or something. Classic under overall apparel. This yeah. guy's going all out. Yeah. Uh, but I was imagining like a like a t-shirt, like an undershirt or maybe nothing. Because I imagine in Alabama, there's a lot of uh, overalls with nothing on underneath them happening. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of deliverancy type stuff going on. Yeah. No offense, South, but you've got a bad reputation. <laughs> it's hot down there and humid. <laughs> that's true. You want to wear as little clothes as possible. That's true. That is that is true, too. <laughs> no, great job. Those are great. <laughs> Thank you. That was very funny. He, what a cute old man. I love a good old person story. You do. I should have known that was the real one. You love it's an old... so cute. I think you had two old stories that threw me off your scent. <laughs> <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. Okay, Kevin. Uh, hit me with your three headlines. You got it. Here we go. Headline number one. Man born without lower arm is now a DJ and has hacked his prosthetic to play music with his mind. Wow. Man born without lower arm is now a DJ and has hacked his prosthetic to play music with his mind. Interesting. Headline number dos. I changed it up there. I changed languages there mid-sentence. I don't know what that... It's what? Very, I'm very smart. Okay. Uh, Arkansas couple arrested after FaceTiming robbery. <laughs> Arkansas couple arrested after FaceTiming robbery. That's stupid. And... <laughs> Possibly true. And headline, uh, and headline number three, jingle writer accused of plagiarizing hits. Jingle writer accused of plagiarizing hits. Plagiary. That's legible. Uh, hits. Jingle. Jangle. Jingle jangle. Jingly jangly. Really got to find our pencil sharpener. Yes, our pencils need sharpening. Mm -hmm. That is true. Okay, so headline number one. Yes. Man born without lower arm is now a DJ and he now... Has a hacked prosthetic. Hacked prosthetic that he controls yeah. with his brain. Yeah. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. It just tells you that you can do anything. Absolutely. Life hands you lemons. You make a band out of it. Or an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> That's true. Just go for it. So do you think it's like an actual, like, um, what do you think it is? Do you think it's like a, an arm with like buttons on it or like a key, like a piano key? Like that old Nintendo glove? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but with like a, like a keyboard on it. Or do you think it's like an instrument, like something he can like, well, it's with his mind. So he doesn't have to like blow. It's not like a saxophone. He'd blow into your fist or something. I'm just trying to guess what this looks like. Uh, well, I was thinking, cause he's a DJ, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I only know what old DJs look like and not what modern ones do. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about radio DJs or club DJs? <laughs> or Wait, that... Are you not talking about a club DJ? I'm opening it up for any discussion possible. I imagine like a like a Samantha Ronson sort of DJ. You know what I mean? Like that's the only one that I know that's like oh, well known. Yeah. Um but like it's uh so like a turntable DJ? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. all I imagine. So maybe it, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like a record on his on his arm and he looks at it and it goes wicka wicka. Maybe. It like scratches on its own or something. But then the other arm is going. Right. To do some other stuff. Do the little slider thing that has to take place between the turntables or something. Yeah. But then you still got like one earphone off. Right, right. Because you got to hear what's going on, what it sounds like outside and what it sounds like in your ears. You got to hear what's going on in the club. Is that the purpose? I think so. I don't know. That's probably, I never really thought of that. But you're probably right. That's probably what it is. Yeah. And not just being like, like I'm going to wear these headphones in a different way that's unique. Yeah. By having them half on my head or holding them up. Yeah. It's like holding up one ear muff when you go outside. It doesn't help anybody. <laughs> Looks stupid. Your one ear is warm. Just to cover them both. <laughs> Use the connecting thing to put it on your head. Um, I, uh, so what was your idea about something about buttons on the arm what yeah so if he's a if he's a dj that controls music with his mind is it like a is it like some kind of like instrument where it's like a like a piano or something where he looks at it and like the piano starts playing you know what i mean or is it like like a sampler or a drum pad or i'm thinking all kind of what i'm just thinking of what kinds of technologies and instruments could be is it so for a DJ? I don't know a lot about DJs or mm-hmm. what they have on the table in front of them. So is that what they have? They have like a a big set of like different sounds and samples already queued up somewhere. It could be, yeah. Like if you ever uh, like that's one element of it, right? I think you could see somebody like um, like a Questlove when he would have that little sampler thing on the Jimmy Fallon. Maybe play like the news and you have like the samples. Uh-huh. So it could be something like that. Uh, it could be like a DJ, like a producer. So it could be like a um, radio like person. A, could, well, it could be that too. It could be somebody, uh, or it could be like a, like a drum machine type thing where you can create a beats. Oh, okay. Or a piano where you can come up with like a melody or something. Okay. Or maybe it is like a radio DJ where he just like looks and it's like coming up next on <laughs> the show, traffic with Vanessa. Vanessa. The helicopter reporting. <laughs> I don't know. And then his brain sends a report to his arm to play the news Morse code. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> is that what that is? I think that is. Yeah. I don't know what that sound is. That classic news sound. Yeah. 
<laughs> is it a Western Union? Is that what it would make? I think that might be what it is. It's like a, um, it's some, it is yeah, it's some kind of telegraph or yeah. machine type yeah. thing or whatever. News machine. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, look it up, kids. Yeah. Man, yeah, now you news machines, your iPhone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe. I. Um, I've, it seems like, I guess my brain went to a club DJ because it seems like with those, y- both of your hands are already occupied. Mm-hmm. So it would make more sense to have that accessibility of using your brain to queue up things. Yeah, right, right. Hmm. Okay, so... Yeah, I didn't imagine like a glove. I just imagined uh, a just a prosthetic hand that yeah. had... The ability to play... Or maybe it's... Uh, maybe he can play music by... Maybe you can like program it to like play the piano or something. If it's like a... If it's a, if it's a whole lower arm is, is, is missing uh-huh. maybe it's like it is like a robotic hand that you could like program to like play music a certain way and then you could do something else with the, with your other hand is that what they have do they have a keyboard um djs i I just thought it was just like two turntables and a bunch of sliders yeah. well i think it depends like if it's a dj like at a uh, like if you're going to see like a uh a, a, like a performance artist okay as opposed to like a club dj and there's a dj on stage as a part of a band, I think they have multiple things happening that, that they can do. Oh, okay. I it's, I like I said, I have no yeah. idea about any of this. So yeah, I don't know if a club DJ would necessarily have that kind of, they probably wouldn't be creating music like live like that. They probably would just be playing recorded stuff, but possibly doing some other things. But I think if it was a DJ as a part of a band, you would be seeing like kind of like a quest love where the little sampler, even though he's not a DJ, but he has like a little sampler on Jimmy Fallon sometimes. Or when I saw Jurassic five many years ago, they have two DJs, uh, DJ Newmark and DJ cut chemist. Wow. I didn't think I'd think of that name as quickly as I did, but way to go. Um, they, they had, um, all kinds of little extra instruments that they would play along with scratching and stuff like that. Okay. They had like a little machine where they were playing like a beat on it and stuff like that and little little drum drum type stuff and all kinds of wackiness. So what's the advantage of having the mind control to his prosthetic? Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Yeah, it's unique, right? So would a normal prosthetic hand just be like there, you mean? Well, I think a normal prosthetic hand probably wouldn't have, I don't know. I don't know how far we've come in robotics with, um, hands. Like, can you, if somebody had a robotic hand, would they be able to maneuver it with their mind and like, cl- like close their hand and stuff like that? I think that's part of it. Is I that, think, I think, uh, are we there? I don't know if we are. I know I've seen it on TV and different TV shows <laughs> where it's usually like military grade yeah. um, prosthetics that have been fused into someone's nervous system that mm-hmm. allows their brain to control it and its movements. Yeah. But whether or not that's a real thing, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but if there are, maybe it's just like a r- regular non uh robot prosthetic can maybe there yeah. are different wires that go from the prosthetic can to like maybe 
like wires that go up to the person's brain and then they're able to like think of certain things like paste it on the outside of their head i guess oh, okay so it's not like permanently fused and they can like, no. take it off yeah no it'd be kind of an invasive not like surgery. a terminator <laughs> situation you know what i like too is the idea that like maybe instead of the pro you can take the prosthetic off and maybe you could put an instrument on like you have like an instrument for an arm like what, an interchangeable hand yeah, yeah like what instrument would you if you had that ability what would be the instrument you would attach to your to yourself uh symbols <laughs> I think it's just a maraca <laughs> I like a maraca on my arm that's all <laughs> not <laughs> And someone says Moraka and Moraka, the comedian's like, "Yes, you talking to me? I'm an that's stupid." Yeah. <laughs> What's Moraka? Moraka? What's he doing here, nerd? Get out of here! Um, <laughs> I like the idea of having like I don't know how to play anything, but like the idea of having like a cool electric guitar on your arm that you could somehow somehow play that takes up two hands then it, yeah. then you're not a dj anymore you're just a person who plays an instrument right yeah i'm just taking this to like a musician yeah yeah or like a keyboard like having like a arm like a what casio keyboard arm you could play i think that'd be kind of cool that is kind of neat you could just it I'll, i imagine it's one of those um tiny keyboards like what you have when you're a kid yeah exactly because it's about the same the size of like a forearm, forearm. right a little, yeah keyboard arm yeah so i i would accept i would accept the idea of uh a tiny keyboard on the arm yeah where yeah. certain uh queued up sounds or or um tracks would be played like pre-programmed in order to yeah 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 i wonder what else you could hack your prosthetic to do i don't know what could you really i i don't it depends on what it looks like, I guess. I wonder if you could hack it to like draw, like if you could, if you could um, somehow get it programmed to draw like a like a really well by like you know what I mean, like you could program the hand to move the right way to like make like a nice painting or something. That maybe like if you're not a good artist yourself, you could somehow hack this computerized arm to draw kind of for you. So if you have a picture in your brain that actually comes out how it looks like in your brain? Well, that I was thinking more like you would have a picture and the computer, you would be able to upload the picture into the computer and the computer would then be able to make the hand move the right way to kind of recreate it and draw it mm -hmm. like this. So it could look like you were drawing something kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know. I was just, just thinking about stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So headline number two, Arkansas couple arrested after FaceTiming a robbery. Yeah. Yeah. So how stupid is that? I, why would you do that? What would be the, why? I think people are just, just want to be famous and they don't know how to do anything except stupid shit. And then they end up <laughs> accurate and they end up just being infamous, I guess. And that's good enough for them. I think <laughs> like, no. I, like I would never think to FaceTime or go live on Facebook ever. For like, any purpose. For like, I wouldn't even. I mean, I've Facetimed you, and while we've been on on separate, while we've been separated from one another. Yeah. Like I like I had to go on a business trip once. We Facetimed that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, I would never Facetime in public, walking around. Oh, that bothers me. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> 
or um, going like I would never think to go like hop, let's go on Facebook and live do this right now or whatever is that what you say let's live do this on live Facebook. do this that's exactly what it I is would, yeah I would never think to do that in any situation but uh, but people I think are just craving being noticed and I think we've I think the accessibility of this kind of stuff maybe makes it uh, makes that cr- craving sort of come out in weird ways like that maybe mm-hmm I don't know. So were they FaceTiming like to like a crowd of people or not just like one person like FaceTiming like their babysitter at home or something? (laughs) That could be. Or what if it was like, what if it was like one person there in person with a ski mask on and then one person on FaceTime with a ski mask on? It's like the person couldn't make it to the robbery. So they're like, we're going to go together anyway. I'm going to FaceTime you. You're going to be part of this. (laughs) It's like... They just don't walk, let the flu get you down. <laughs> like you just walk into the bank with someone with a ski mask on FaceTime and you just hold it up to the teller and you're like, they're like, this is a robbery. Yes. Give the <laughs> money to the person, put it in a bag. That's actually no funny very, business. Very funny because uh, the person who is there with the phone, like, first of all, you're going to be like, this person's fucking nuts. Uh, second of all, the person who's at home could easily disguise their voice so that the person who's actually in the robbery location doesn't need to talk so no one can recognize whether or not they're a man or a woman or have like a deep voice or a high voice or you know some sort of accent or something um so the person at home could be doing all the talking and they're just holding holding a phone out with one hand and a gun out with the other and then maybe using their toes to hold up the bag where all the money's gonna go in put all the hang all the money on my foot i'm holding up my foot <laughs> i'm standing like a stork right now just dangle it over my knee very casually no funny business and i'll just drag this out and i'm just gonna hop backwards out of here <laughs> <laughs> who who do you think they would be facetiming i don't know i think i wonder if it's like a like a friend maybe they thought it would be fun to like and then the friend's like holy shit i can't be a part of this right like if somebody did something illegal and you were aware of it like a friend i think we've talked about this before would you be inclined to rat them out like that Depends on the severity of the crime. Depends on the crime, right? Yeah. If there was, somebody was robbing a bank and they called me while it was happening, I would just probably just hang up. Uh, I can't be a part of this. Yeah. What are you doing? But do you have a civic duty to report that? Probably do. Yeah. Because otherwise you could be considered an accomplice. Like an accessory or something yeah. like that, right? An, ex- yeah. an accomplice. Yeah. I don't want any part of that. I Don't involve me in your crimes. No. I don't like going to the bank for normal reasons. I don't want to go in there for this. Right. Like, I hate going anywhere. I don't want to be part of a robbery. I am the worst person you could take anywhere in sort of a high-stress situation like that. <laughs> I will immediately have to pee. <laughs> You're like, put all the money in the bag and please tell this person where the bathroom is. They have to go poopsies. I'm just going to let loose right here on the middle of the floor. <laughs> I'll just take these deposit slips with me because I might need them i would be trying to hold back a nervous diarrhea the whole time yeah that's it yeah yeah that's it would, it. I, me trying to clench my butt cheeks would slow me down i would get caught by the police and the last thing you want is to leave any of your dna behind <laughs> oh, God. can you imagine that's how they were caught there was like they left a, a speckle of diarrhea <laughs> next to where the paint the pen was chained up the dna that linked the criminal to the crime involved flecks of urine <laughs> that was left behind after the the suspect 
allegedly pissed their pants <laughs> and then fled the scene. They left their pants in the vault, soaked in urine, their own <laughs> DNA everywhere to be discovered by the police. <laughs> <laughs> this is this has turned into a true DNA crime podcast. That? I know <laughs> about the pants pissing criminals. <laughs> clearly their first crime and they're like I, can i do this again maybe it was such a rush but also can i not piss my pants and depends <laughs> it was such a rush out of my urethra <laughs> the thrill <laughs> and that's how they were caught the urine saked urine saked urine urine saked and that's how they were caught the urine soaked underwear were left behind the crime scene not for any sort of kinky way, just because they were very nervous and evacuated their body upon completion of the crime. I can't, we can't be the only people who are like, I'm nervous. I have to go to the bathroom right no, now. No, that's, I think that's a normal thing. Your body, yeah. I think when your body is confronted and there's like that fight or flight type thing. Do you think it's part of our animal instinct? I think it is. Your body just wants to let go. Cause I think your body wants to mark its territory. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> I was thinking more your body wants to make itself lighter so it can run more. So let's get rid of like this baggage so I have less like weight to carry. Can we get our emotions to catch up with that? <laughs> right. Cuz I'm, I'm tired of feeling heavy. Can I can I make my body scared all the time so that I just shit away my fear and my weight? <laughs> <laughs> and my grandpa said yes kev there is a way it's called cocaine <laughs> for the record uh, uh we are not aware of our grandparents ever doing drugs i'm pretty sure my parent grandparents and parents never did any drugs but that's this is all pure speculation <laughs> it's a fake headline <laughs> there uh yeah i think the the Rob, I, I imagine that was probably just a friend or maybe it was like a live Facebook thing where they posted it on the video on afterwards, maybe mm -hmm. or something. And then someone was like, wait, we, we, this, I know these people. It's like people who live, uh, broadcast bullying someone or something. Yeah. It's just, I think I've seen that before. Like these really terrible cases where like, you know, kids have been beat up or bullied and yeah. such a severe way and for whatever reason it's like the people who are bullying need this additional praise by live streaming it and yeah that's really it's terrible disgusting on I all levels i think it's the i think that's the whole um i think that's what trolls are on the internet to me they're people that can't come up with any original creative content of their own they, they're not funny they're not writing good jokes on inter the internet they're not posting or creating funny content or anything or but anything they, clever or, anything or, clever or, or worthwhile or interesting in any way they're very they're just awful people so the only way that they can get attention is to do something negative. You know, it's like when you see somebody not to be super political, but somebody that's like very much into the current government and they're posting stuff constantly. Like you'll, you'll see an article about, um, Oh, Hey, we're going to stop 
we're going to cut down on plastic bags and maybe try to make the world a better place environmentally. And then all the comments underneath the story are like, you can't tell me what yeah, to do. Mega 2020. And it's like, Oh Jesus. Like why are you even bringing this? Why this is you not even part up? of it? Yeah. It's just, they need, they need to get a reaction and they don't know how to get a reaction because they can't do anything original or fun or in any way enlightening in any way. It's like any other bully where they are insecure about themselves. Yes. So therefore, the only way to build themselves up in their opinion is to break others down yes. or uh, make other things worthwhile or worthless um, to make themselves feel worthwhile. I think that's, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's like an insecure jealousy that drives a lot of this sort of negativity. Right. Cause then it's like, people are like, well, I'm just being a provocateur. And it's like, no, you're being a fucking asshole. <laughs> like you're just a Stop shit. Being a dick. <laughs> like you're not like no one needs the, like for me, like w- one thing I've, I've, I'm actively stopping myself from doing is when I see like a local news article on Facebook or something is not looking at the comments anymore because I, I fall down this rabbit hole of reading all this negative shit. And it and makes it, you so angry. And it's like, I can't mm-hmm. put that into my life mm-hmm. anymore. Like mm-hmm. I do not need it anymore. Yeah. I, yeah. Even for like the smallest things like, um, recently I saw, this is completely off topic from our headline, but I recently I saw, um, an article where Barbie was going to be, um, celebrating, uh, three women in history, um, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, a famous tennis player, and um, I think it was an- another um, athlete. Uh, they're not women I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. but um, you know, in, in the original article, I read it, and then I was like, oh, I would love that Ella Fitzgerald Barbie. That would be really cool. Yeah. And then there were so many people who commented, and they're like, oh, this is stupid, or you know, something like oh, I can't wait to see the Bruce Jenner doll or just like, why, why bother saying like, why say anything? This this is a good thing. Just accept that this is, this is a good fun thing for little girls to have or boys or whoever to, to have these fun role models in, in the form of Barbie, which is in itself gone through a complete different, um, you know, uh, uh, evolution since, since she came out in like the Mm fifties. Um, so it just like, stop being dicks, stop being so negative. There's no point of that. And it's it's so easy to like feed off of that. And I have stopped myself from being like, what is wrong with you? Cause you've never, I've never felt the urge to comment on an article I've read. I've never felt the... I've to never, write something shitty, yeah. Or to write anything. I mean, or even just to be like, yeah, this is great. I've never even <laughs> I've never even done that. Yeah. I, it's just... I don't think we're built for what that is. Because we get enough love and attention from the people in our actual right. physical lives that we don't need to have that sort of attention from yes. people online. Because yeah. these are just rotten, terrible people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that that... And, and I think this relates to the topic of this of the headline in the sense that it all feeds into that uh, whatever happens where it flips in the brain to want to broadcast something even so stupid as a robbery or a mm-hmm. crime mm-hmm. or people waving a gun Look how around. badass I am. I'm going right. in here and committing this crime and I'm not going to get caught. Yeah, right. Even it, though I'm live streaming it on my own personal Facebook. Right, that I don't own this company and they can report me too because I'm just here as a user. But uh, like I remember like uh, years ago I was working somewhere and someone uh, walked by my desk and they were like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, what is it? And they're like, 
and they showed me their phone. They're like, look, this person just shoots themselves in the face accidentally with their gu- with a gun. Oh, I remember you telling me that. And it's like immediately they were showing me this video that had gone viral of a guy like, kind of like us doing like a selfie video and he shoots himself. I'm like, why would you share that immediately with me like that? And I don't want to need, I didn't just need to They don't to know what that. sort of trauma you've been through. Maybe that was a trigger for something. <laughs> maybe, right. maybe you saw someone get shot once. Maybe you have a, a fear of blood. Yeah. Maybe, you know, all those sort of things. All like, those things are true. That's stupid. <laughs> but it's like the internet coming to life right there. It was like, you're, here's some information you didn't need or want to see. Yeah. Here it is. In the, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Stop being stupid, everybody. <laughs> it's so easy. Just don't. <laughs> Just don't. And be nice. Start God. being nice to people. Be kind. Rewind. Uh, don't be a dick. <laughs> Headline number three. Ah, headline number three is a jingle um, writer accused of plagiarizing the hits. A jingle writer stealing songs. So do you think this person had a partner at some point and that partner maybe broke off and went to a more successful company, but then like this person who maybe feels a little bitter decided to take that person's ideas that may already be sold to that bigger company is like, <laughs> I'll show them. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be successful too. Ugh. Off of their own hits. You'll see. Carl. You'll see. You'll regret dismissing me, Carl. <laughs> You'll see. I like the, uh, I like the idea that they're very obvious jingles too. Like the person stole, like all of a sudden there's a commercial and it's like, um, call eight, 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 eight or whatever. Yeah, is. exactly. Yeah. It's like, uh, Smith dry cleaners. They clean your clothes. Call eight, eight, eight. You know, that same whole, yeah. this whole same cadence to it. Yeah. I like that idea. That's so, it's so flagrant. <laughs> Instead of Selena and Barnes, it's like. Carl and Joanne, <laughs> right. they'll clean your cars. Call 888-8888. like, is that the Selena and Barnes? Yeah, is that the same number? Like, are they sharing explain. a number? I don't like, understand. Like, how did they end up? They solve crimes. With the number? And solve crimes. They, <laughs> they, solve, they solve crimes. Carl and Joanne, they solve crimes. They are injury attorneys. Yeah. And they clean houses. Wow. It's like, they have it all. They are diversified. I'm really hoping they adopt me. They're doing very well financially right yeah. now. They are. Yeah. They have their hands in three very hot markets right now. Can you just pay off my college education? <laughs> Listen, I've got a lot of credit card debt. Is there any way uh, <laughs> you could loan me some cash? <laughs> Salino. Uh, Selino's got his hand, this is off topic and just for us really, Selino <laughs> has his hand in a few different things. Like he has the law offices and that's all over New York state. And then and, and the country, that's a popular place. Oh, is it? It definitely, uh, not just New York, but there's, they're in LA and different okay. places too. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Selino also has a, a hand in the local ASPCA. Right. And then also a plumbing company or yeah, something, right? Like I'm pretty sure Selino plumbing truck drove by and it was that guy on the, yeah. on the side of the truck. Or his twin brother. He's, I don't know. <laughs> He's the plumber lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it looks like these pipes are out of order. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that poop down. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like what happened here is a sidebar is clogging your toilet. <laughs> That's when a poop turns sideways and clogs your drain. Oh, no. Sidebar. Wow. Uh, what we need to do here is an objection, Your Honor, <laughs> and um, file a motion to 
<laughs> Clem, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was along for that journey you, with you. You, were, you seemed like I was uh, doing I was a like, job. wow. Let's, you sat forward. You where were like, this going? Ten. This is like an SUV or SV. <laughs> This is like an episode of SUV, SVU. I can't say it. I love when people do that. It's, it's so, so funny easy. to me. Ugh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think in my, uh, I think in a past life, I was a jingle writer. I think you were too, because you're real quick on it. I love singing songs about businesses that are, that are uh, not real. Uh, <laughs> you just love to sing songs that I think you make up. I think it's just a song singing situation for me. Yeah, I, you're just the kind of person who always has a song in their heart. Yeah, come up with a business, and I'll come up with a jingle for you. Um, globe bouquet. Globe bouquet. Your local Florist. flower. Okay. Yep, florist. You're having an okay day at Globe Bouquet. Get yourself some bouquets for your lover today. Oh, see, that's great. There we go. Yeah, look at that go. Globe bouquet. Globe bouquet. You got it. Located at Main Street in your town. Yeah. It doesn't matter what town you're in. There's always a Main Street. There's always a Globe bouquet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. Give me another one. Uh, What about Crocker's Grocery? Crocker's Groceries. Yeah. Crocker's Grocery, we got everything you need for dinner. Crocker's in you, crackers in you. We've got crackers in view, we got crackers in aisle two. Stop by for our cracker sale. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> What about uh what about um uh kids tax filers? Kids tax filers. <laughs> 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 We're kids doing taxes, kids doing taxes, we're kids doing taxes, we've taken their correct classes, so we know understand taxes and we wanna do them for you. Kids doing taxes. That's so great. Look at that. What a I gotta give you a round of applause. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That was great. Thank you. That was so good. <laughs> you really were a jingle writer. I think I was. I think it's my natural calling. I don't think you plagiarized any of those. I think those were all pretty original. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they may have. I don't, not, certainly not on purpose. If the, yeah. if any similarity between what you just heard and any real living commercial, mm -hmm. either alive or dead, is strictly coincidental. <laughs> 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 Thank you for that. <laughs> I, sometimes, um, it, it sounds like maybe this particular headline and article um, situation might be uh, something similar to like, you know, Vanilla Ice and Queen. <laughs> yes. It's dun 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 dun. Ah. And how, <laughs> and how did the Queen song go? Dun 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 dun. Oh, and Vanilla Ice's was? Dun 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 dun. Ah, uh, perfect. I hear the difference. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. Case closed. Yep. <laughs> 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 that was the worst defense, I think, of any uh, case. <laughs> so stupid. So dumb. Uh, <laughs> man. But it happens, it seems like it happens more than we realize in, in the um, 
music industry where there are certain, you know, musical melodies and you're, and people come forward and sometimes if they're like bigger stars you'll hear about it and yeah i think there was like one with bruno mars recently yes. a couple years ago with that um funk song yes uptown funk uptown song. funky um parachute but, panties i think it was what yeah it was yeah that's yeah, what it was yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah you know that i think there's a lot of there's been i don't know how these cases were settled but i even remember enter sandman uh, mm-hmm. There being uh, another song that was had been recorded that was very similar had before. Yeah. Um, and I think something with maybe Smells Like Teen Spirit, too. There may have been somebody that tried to say that there was a song that they had released that was similar. Yeah. There have been some big cases like that, too, where it's clear. And I think with the Vanilla Ice thing, it was an interesting thing, too, because it um, might have been one of the first times when someone challenged the use of like a sample like that too where i think early on in um i'm no sort of musical expert but it seems like sort of early on with um with hip-hop there was more sampling happening then maybe because of the uh just the smaller groups that were forming so you didn't have a band but you could use the music that was existing and kind of cut it up in a new way for you and then it was much more portable and it was not a, you didn't have to have mm-hmm. a whole thing with you um you didn't have to have a bionic arm with the keyboard <laughs> but um and then it sort of it kind of no one really at first really knew how to react to that you know because it's like well wait a minute is it um is vanilla ice using the queen sample uh, is it a whole new song that he's created from this or do you owe the person that originally created it a piece of it because it is such a big part of the mm-hmm. song? And I think that opened up a whole new sort of legal thing at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of unknown territory. Yeah. Absolutely. But then I remember like certain albums back in the day where you would have a, in the liner notes of the album, it would just be lists of like where samples came from too. So they mm-hmm. must have been paying for those things. But I think at first they weren't because I didn't know. I don't think people knew you had to. Yeah, I don't think I don't think royalties were so much of a big thing until um, I don't know, maybe the sixties or seventies is really when because you think about um, if you listen to music from anything predating the fifties, fifties and before, um, a lot of people recorded the same songs. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean the same person was credited with writing the lyrics and, and mm-hmm. the, the music, but um, several artists would release the same yeah. different versions of the same song. But we don't hear that anymore, do we? No, no. It's like one song for one person. But I mean, there's several different versions of like, uh, uh, um, right. You would have like, a what is that song by Tina Turner, but also done by Clearwater Revival? Yeah. Uh, Proud Mary. Proud Mary. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. It was some kind of like Motowny type songs that were done yeah, yeah. by other artists and other sort of genres mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I don't know if that was more like who owned the song writing and they were kind of just here, you do my song and you do my song and I'll make a lot of money. Yeah. But we still have that nowadays. We have people that write songs for people, right? I mean, there's oh, a yeah, whole industry there of that. Like Megan Trainer, I yeah, think, was yeah. a songwriter. So was Sia. Sia was yeah. a songwriter before. I mean, she's been a songwriter all along, but yeah. she... Um, wasn't like an old her own performer or performer right. or whatever touring and all that one of her more recent albums is just full of songs um that were rejected by other artists oh Isn't that's that cool. crazy wow that's crazy <laughs> that is crazy that's They're awesome all good so yeah there's a lot of um 
and I think there's a lot of parallel thinking too, just like in comedy, like, you know, someone could come up, could come up with the same joke independent and unbeknownst to one another. Cause there's only so many takes on something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to be joking about marriage, marriage or something, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're going to run out of angles at some point. Everyone has their own point of view. So as yeah. long as you have your own stamp yeah. on it, you can, everyone can do right. a thing about marriage. But it's very possible to think the same thing. And I, I think back to like when uh, at midnight on Comedy Central was a thing and they were playing hashtag games and I would partake in those every night. Yeah. And I would come up with a quick joke about something and then you would search it and you'd see, oh yeah, a hundred other people just thought the same thing at the same time. Yeah. It's not like they saw it and, you know, and stole it. It's just, we all thought of the if you're going to be doing a uh, mashup of, uh, you know, the avocado songs or whatever the stupid hashtag was, you're yeah. gonna, you're, there's only so many things you can come up with, right? Yeah, so people yeah. are going to have similar ideas. Yeah. So I think that probably happens too, and probably in the music industry or jingle writing where people are going to have similar ideas and maybe they don't become big hits or, they're, or, they're, or maybe they're not used, but then as soon as the commercial is on the air, someone can say, hey, geez, this sounds like the thing I wrote and sold to uh, Mad Men. It, talent age madman advertising agency 20 years ago yeah yeah it's yeah it's like you know then the lawsuit happens so i think that's possible and yeah. it's not it's not like nefarious in nature it's just uh, there's only so many notes you have or yeah whatever yeah but in terms of this this article um i think this person was purpose it was like stuff. purpose yeah right. that's yeah that's what plagiarism is right I guess. yeah plagiarism. like uh, like mcdonald's Maybe they were. Maybe they stole a McDonald's. Did it? It's not. Did it? It's did it? Yeah, it's different. See, you hear that? McDonald's. You hear that? Three beat rest. Three beat rest. You hear that? Three beat rest. That's my heart after eating McDonald's. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Uh, there's someone here at McDonald's with a three heart rest. Um, I think they ate too many of those uh, breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> You're gonna go on and get down here. Uh, I think they also peed their pants too. They're nervous. <laughs> you sound like an Andy Samberg bring, character. <laughs> bring extra. Bring extra undies. <laughs> I don't know where that voice came from. <laughs> Bring extra undies. You got any parachute panties? <laughs> we all need a pair. We're all peeing. <laughs> we all got nervous for them. We all just hopped up on this counter. We're going to need a little bit of a parachute in order to make that drop. <laughs> it's a long way down. I don't know if you've ever been here, but it, we have high counters. They, it's unusually high. These are high counters here in Denver. <laughs> Uh, could you bring uh, could you bring a parachute? Pair I think with the a... floor is moving further down. <laughs> make make them extra large. The floor is moving down. I don't know. I'm freaking out, man. Just make those pants big. <laughs> My girlfriend needs a pair with a ripcord, if you know what I mean. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It's just ketchup. Uh, <laughs> hey, oh. uh, how did he figure that out? I don't know. It's upsetting. <laughs> hey, so let's. Let's figure out which one of these headlines okay, is Tiffany, real. Which one of these is the real story this week? <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, God. <sighs> we have a uh, man hacking his arm. Arkansas couple arrested for FaceTiming mur- murders. No, FaceTiming robberies. Mm-hmm. And the jingle writer who stole the hits. I'm going to s- guess it's the Arkansas couple. Mm. Uh, that's wrong. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's a fake headline? Yeah, that's a fake. Hmm. 
How about the DJ with his arm? Yep. That's it. That's the real That's one. the real story. Man born without lower arms now DJing has hacked his prosthetic to play music with his mind. Okay. Help me visualize this because yes. I had such a hard time visualizing that's okay. That's okay. how this works. That's why I kind of that's why we were just kind of playing around with What's what it DJ could be. life. I don't know. Well, let me tell you. So this is from uh, from IndiaTimes.com. Uh, a man named Berlo Myers was born without the lower half of his arm. And today he is a professor by day and a DJ at night. Wow. How? He has a prosthetic that is designed with two electrodes that sit on the skin and pick up signals in his muscles in order to move the hand and fingers at the end, according to the Daily Mail. Electrodes. Of course. That's the word I could mm-hmm. not think of. That's in my vocabulary all the time however the design makes it difficult to control the synthesizer so meyer designed also synthesizer i knew that was a word that existed in dj life (laughs) so meyer designed synlim with the help of engineers it's a custom circuit board that attaches to the prosthetic and reads his muscle signals to tweak the synthesizer knobs Meyer can control the pitch and sequence with his mind as jacks connect the circuit board and synthesizer that use the signals from his muscles. So he is like a club DJ, right? Um, I think, yeah, I think so. Um, so well, there's a little video here too, though. I'll show you in a second. Uh, so the sin limb thus allows me to plug my prosthetics, prosthetics, prosthetics yes directly into my synthesizer there's a lot of uh tough words there so that i can control its parameters with the signals from my body that normally control my hand for me it feels like i'm controlling the synth with my thoughts that's so cool yeah even though meyer received this high-tech prosthetic in 2009 he still struggled to work with the synthesizer until recently uh, he, he and a team of engineers had a custom circuit board made in China, and Meyer's husband Daniel made an adapter that attaches the unit to his wrist using a 3D printer. He said, I control the synthesize, synthesizer with my prosthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's such a natural thing to do I don't even have to think about it like saying those words (laughs) totally natural pronunciation so let me show you so this is the um, this is him holding up the the kind of circuit board that he has hi my name is Bertolt and my biggest passion when I'm not working or spending time with my significant other is electronic music I've been DJing for more than 15 years and ultimately I started producing my own music it's really just bedroom music production it's really just so there is like an actual hand there it's just like it has other electrodes that um allow him to kind of control some of the other things within the synthesizer right right okay cool so, cool so here's him uh, that, that fits to this part from the old broken hand so they designed this so thing using a 3d printer so right now he's removing his he's unscrewing a hand putting on a circuit it sounds so violent and weird but it it doesn't look bad it's like a tiny computer it's like the motherboard of a computer basically sticking on out of his wrist yeah I can plug a cable like this in here and use that to do things on the modular synthesizer. So That's so cool. Yeah. That's really neat. So it's a tiny little computer. He hooks up. 
So simple sequence running through a filter. Uh, this filter here. Right. So he's doing that with his. Close. He's making that sound with his mind. Now what I can do is plug this in, in here. I kind of had that sound in my mind all the time too, because I grew up a fan of the Pet Shop Boys. And control the filter with the electrode in my prosthesis. And the thing is, like for me, that is such a natural thing to do. I don't really have to think about it. I just do it. It's zero effort because I'm so used to producing this muscle signal. For me, this feels like I'm controlling the filter with my thoughts. Pretty cool, huh? Wow. That's so neat. Yeah. That's really, That's really, really neat. rad. Yeah. Wow. I like, I just, just the idea of um, how powerful your brain can be. Yeah. And how we don't like, it's so confusing and complicated, mm-hmm. but we're slowly figuring out little things like this guy is able mm-hmm. to have a whole new lease on life with uh, doing something he really loves. Like yeah. he just enjoys doing it and just having like a cool extra thing and taking a situation that maybe wasn't the best to have to go through, like losing it. I don't know how he lost his hand, but I'm sure it's mm-hmm. not a, a difficult thing to deal with. And he was able to kind of, uh, wasn't, wasn't he born without it? Isn't that what your headline was? I forget the story already. I have a short term memory. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I just, yes, I just read an article not even five minutes ago. <laughs> have I completely forgotten it? Yes, I have. <laughs> you know why? Because of the guy. God darn internet ruining my brain. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's really cool. Yeah, it's what a great story. I'm glad we had such fun stories. Yeah, this we week. had some good stuff this week. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Well, great job, babe. Great job. I love you so much, Kevin. I love you, Tiffany, and thank you for this fun time. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be. We back. love you too. We love you. We'll see you guys next week. But in the meantime, if you want to check us out on social media, you can head over to Fake Headlines Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. And also Fake Head Pod over at Twitter. Sometimes on Twitter and Facebook, we'll just share random articles that we find really fun. And that Kevin and I, there's a good chance that one of us has already seen it. But we want to share it with other people. Yeah. So we we will um, send out some additional stuff there. And then, you know, Instagram is always fun. We Sometimes there's little uh, things on there that Kevin and I share that we don't share anywhere else. So. Yeah, so a little Instagram exclusive. So check us out over there. Yeah. You can also go to fakeheadlinespodcast.com for all of our past episodes and whatnot. You can also contact us in two different ways. You can email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com or you can head on over to Anchor and leave us a voice message. We You hear our voices all the time. Let's pretend like we're actual friends and <laughs> not just fake friends yeah. and uh, leave us a voice message and uh, maybe we'll read it on the show. Yeah. Or play it. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Uh, that makes more sense. <laughs> you can read things that are in an email and play things that are in a voice memo. That's just how things <laughs> I work. Where I yeah. was trying to go with that. Okay. <laughs> so you can head on over to anchor.fm slash fake headlines podcast for that. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. And if you wouldn't mind, if you're listening via Apple Podcasts, if you click on the five star and even leave a review if you're so inclined, but at least hit the five stars on there. It helps us uh, stay uh, visible and active on the iTunes and the uh, Apple Podcasts, where we've been doing very well. Thank you very much. In Thank both you very much. Australia, Great Britain, and New Zealand as you far as the, the comedy podcast charts go. So thank you very much for that. That's a, a nice uh, thrill for us to have. Thanks for not hating us after we do bad accents sometimes. Yeah, we appreciate that. Thanks for being so understanding those parts of the world. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.